Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Project Blue Book, Season 1, Episode 1, it is called The Fuller Dogfight. So, full spoilers, actually not full spoilers, it's Episode 1, we start spoiler free, I do this every time, Episode 1's pilots we do spoiler free first, we'll warn you in the middle before we go into spoilers, and uh, yeah, so, so this is a show from history, this is a show based on true accounts and investigations... Is this history's second scripted show? Because obviously they had Vikings. I think they've had a few more than that. They had, they had didn't others? they have uh, that Night one? Nightfall or whatever it was called? Oh, was that history as well? I think that was history. Okay, fair enough then. And they had uh, Six, which was like a, like a Navy oh, Shield thing. Oh, the military thing. one. Yeah, yeah, some of that. Yeah, you're right. So they've had a few. So this is not new for them anymore. Okay. They've had fair enough over the years now that it's just kind of... I kind of forget in the forgettable ones. Uh, it's normal for them to have at least a couple of them there, I think. Yeah, um, I still find it weirder when MTV announced they're doing a scripted drama. Yeah, I'm kind of comfortable with the idea of history doing it now. <laughs> at, at least with history, there's so many like movies and shows that are based on like events of life that in history itself that at least yeah. I can see a reason for it. Do, do you know what it is? I think it's just a case that Vikings got big enough that I accepted yeah. that it was a thing, and I'm like, okay, I'm used to that being around. I'm used to that being from history. That uh, sure they can do something else. I mean, if MTV only did like shows and doc and shows and movies about like actual music before like let's say they, they, they did bohemian rhapsody as a as an mtv movie i'd be like okay that makes sense because it's yeah, about a musician yeah. it, it wouldn't be as good but yeah sure yeah but like it would make sense to me but they did the scream tv show for reasons so oh, oh boy i'm glad i never watched that one i don't know that's, that's, that's what it is but yeah so this is based on true accounts uh blue book was the Pro- I actually know this from Twin Peaks of all places. Uh, is Blue Book was the code given to in the investigation of UFO and paranormal activity um, in the fifties and stuff. You know, after Roswell, that kind of that kind of yeah, time period. It's kind of what inspired X Files, right? Pre- yeah, pretty much. Um, and obviously, they're claiming this is you know based on true stories and stuff. I you know, <laughs> like grain obviously. of salt, but probably enough that they can claim it. Just enough. Yeah, like, I'm sure... Like, this episode's about a pilot who saw a light in the sky. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that part's true. A pilot said he saw a light in the sky. I, I believe that, yeah. Yeah. I believe that happened. Uh, the other stuff that happens in this episode, I'm not necessarily as convinced, but that's okay. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I, it doesn't need to be true. It can be It can be good and completely yeah, it, made up. It, it could just, yeah, it, could just, it just has to be good. That's, all, that's the important part. So... Yeah, so you have Ian Gillen as kind of the, the the professor, the doctor who sort of roped him by the military to kind of disprove things, um, and he is resistant at first, but he's kind of ultimately tempted because he can break new ground and earn respect and basically yeah. do something that no one's done before because no one's really investigated UFOs before. Yeah, he he wants to not necessarily be oh are they real, but he wants to prove that they don't exist, uh, which is I think an interesting angle because usually it's you know they want to prove that they do exist, right? Well, the interesting thing about me, though, is that the military guy that he's kind of partnered with, Quinn, is he's quite quick to just write things off and explain it. Whereas Heineck, even though he does what he proved they don't exist, he's not willing to take any shortcuts. So if the math doesn't add up to what the, the explanation that he's been offered is, he's like, no, that doesn't explain it. We have to keep testing things. Yeah, we have to he, keep proving he's it. He's willing to maybe believe it eventually, yeah. right? But he's going in with the mindset of, no, no, no I can prove this is all bollocks. But we've not, but yeah, like, but when he's presented something that someone just accepts, he's like, no, no, that's not proving it yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. I've not, I've not actually, you know, because the big thing here is that 
uh, the military guy Heineck in this episode, you know, tries to explain it's a Weller balloon. That's kind of you know the classic you know explanation. And Heineck does some math and says, no, it couldn't have been for these reasons. Doesn't doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's just this this ignorance to to wrap it up quickly. And there's an implication that the military just kind of want to like prove that Over things it. aren't real yeah. as quickly as possible and obviously the implication is that maybe they know more things and they want to hide things that maybe they want real on things the record and, that, yes. that they think it's bollocks yeah i did there was a scene early on where i liked where the military are watching like a, a trailer for a movie and like we need to start putting out reports because we want to control the narrative here not hollywood <laughs> they're worried that yeah. hollywood are going to make people all believe that there's aliens and shit coming out yeah that's interesting <laughs> which so, is funny how did we feel about it then? You got any overall thoughts? It was okay. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. There's things <laughs> I definitely like. Um, it's very um, expositionary. It's very I expositionary. I don't know how much of that is just it's a first episode. It felt very kind of network TV to me in a lot of ways. There was a lot of tropes. The The character dynamics between the main two felt very yeah. just kind of typical. And... Like there, there was because there was a moment where Aiden Gillen, um, he like, you know, he he he, tur- he turns around and demands that someone prove something, right? And it's yeah. and it's basically that scene where they're showing that the scientist guy is really smart. That that is the scene, and you've seen it in a hundred million different shows and movies, and it just played beat for beat like one of those scenes to the point where the dialogue felt really cheesy to me. Yeah, I don't think it's done badly. I think it's just that I've seen it so many times that yeah. It's cliche. There, there was there was just no nothing added to it to make it give it a bit some pop or some sizzle. It was there was just it was just played straight as it ever has been. I agree with that, and I, I thought the the subplot with his wife was particularly TV. Yeah, I, I was just there. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. what the purpose of that is yet. Um, yeah, me either. I assume that the new friend she makes is probably going to end up secretly being someone else because. That's the only way it could possibly tie into anything else that's going on. No, I disagree with that. I think oh. it's just to give it some personal drama because oh, really? because love triangle because TV. Well, I okay, mean... I mean <laughs> it could be that. Um, I, I was, I'm assuming there's going to be a crappy twist. That that that, that was my. I mean, uh, there's that too. That that was my jumping to, but you you could be right. I. I think the biggest problem probably with this, given that we're talking about that it's very generic and it's tropes and a lot of what it's doing, is that I could get past that. But I think the big problem is, is that I think the characters are lacking personality. Because it's not like Aidan Gillen's a bad actor, but his character here has nothing to him. There's nothing about him that makes him interesting. Yeah, definitely in this first episode, at the very least, there isn't yeah. really much going on for, for the characters to make them stand out from each other at all. And the only moment they try to give him is with his son, and his son is an awful actor. He was like cringeworthy bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going I'm going to do do a new job. What what kind of job, Dad? Oh, it's yeah. You know those uh those Flash Gordon comics you read. They're always, he's always fighting aliens. It's kind of like that. That I'm sounds PTSD. silly. What was that? I'm getting PTSD symptoms. Are you just talking <laughs> this through now? It, it was really bad. And yeah. Like, because I, I felt the scene because there's a scene towards the start of the episode where we, we see that he's currently trying to get funding for this this space uh, telescope or whatever. As a space. No, I think I think it was it, essentially it was GPS. By was the it GPS? Yeah. It, it's basically it's the device that they're going to launch out of space for that purpose. Um, not not quite the satellite itself, just the technology that will function. 
to do that from function. satellite. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was talking about you know measuring position of things. So yeah. I think it was GPS. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's the reason. But he's, he's basically trying to explain this, and you know, he's, he's saying, "Oh, one day we'll get to the moon," because you know, obviously, this is pre-moon landing and all that. And everyone in this committee is being skeptical, and like, they're going through the, the the documentation that he's given them. And there's a Flash Gordon comic book in it, and I get what they're doing here. That this is what they think this is—is is that it's just a silly sci-fi nonsense that's not realistic. Yeah. But it just—it felt so forced and kind of like. Again, no, I I agree. Do you know one of the moments that really felt cringy to me more than mm. anything is when he gave it the name of ufo yeah it was really on the nose because uh, uh, yeah the guy's like yeah the 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 the, the, the military guy's like oh ufo what's that and he goes oh i don't fly an object i just yeah shortened your 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 lingo because you know if new science new terms you know, the, the, the problem with this see, see i have no problem with having the, the you know the creation of the term ufo on the show because main hunter did it with serial that, killer that was exactly what i was about yeah. to compare it to and that, that felt built like you know, that was what eight nine episodes in when that yeah. finally got to that moment. It felt very natural because it built up. But even if it didn't build up, I'd be okay with it if he just, if someone said, you know, it's an unidentified object or you know something close, and then he said, hey, let's call it UFO for short, and just make it like a non-moment. But they had this thing where the other guy turns around and says, UFO, what's a UFO? And he's like, oh, let me explain it to you. I've condensed it and I've added more a little bit of flair. Because yeah, they're already using unidentified flying object in their reports. Yes. Like, they're using that term already, just not the acronym. The, the, the three minutes it takes for them to explain it is what kills it yeah. completely. No, I agree. The, the other guy turned around being like, what's a UFO? What's this weird lingo? Um, well, if it, if it helps me create reports quicker because it's shorter, then I'm behind it. And I'm like, nah. I mean, I can get behind that sentiment. I can get behind the sentiment. It just it felt like he's being dismissive, but he's going to accept. I just I, I don't know. It was that it, might be the most most authentic thing in the show. The <laughs> idea that this caught on because someone couldn't be bothered to type the rest of it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Well, to be that, fair, that, that's, that's, that's how all acronyms get popular. Yeah, no, it is. But this one was particularly just like you know the character going, "Nah, screw it. If it makes it quicker for me." Yeah, so yeah, so so they investigate this pilot who you know, we get this opening scene where we get to see what he sees. It's this light and uh, this, this. Which, to be fair, I thought the the stuff in the plane both times was looked pretty good. Oh, yeah, it looked alright. Yeah, um, and it's about them investigating this case and t- trying to disprove it. It's mostly setting things up, but um, it kind of escalates from there. And there's there's a, there's a hint of a larger mystery that's going to be a plot of the season, which we'll get into a bit more in spoilers, but. Uh, just just a sense that some was a third party watching. I'll just say, yeah. um, and that's kind of set up some of the plot for the season. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, can, I have to admit I'm not really that sold on watching more of it based on this pilot episode. That's fine. I was kind of going. You know, a, a friend of mine asked me early after after I knew I'd watched it, going, you know, should I check it out? And I went, honestly, at the minute, it's hard to recommend. It's not bad enough to say, oh no, don't stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not good enough that I should say, go out of your way to watch it. I said, if you've got a spare 45 minutes, you know, just, you've got nothing else to do, sure. Uh, and I said to him, I'm going to wait and see how you feel. <laughs> if you're like, oh, I want to watch more, sure, I'll watch more. If you don't want to really, that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I wasn't feeling it. I, I, it. It's possible it could get better. It could. Yeah, but right now, based on this pilot episode, I felt just mostly cliches, mostly cheesy tropes, and it's yeah, I agree. It's definitely not bad. It's kind of generic. I will say though, compared to you know this time last year when we were trying a couple of new Mm. shows, I feel better about this than some of those. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, just in, in terms of how to kick off the year, right? Um, but not enough that I'm like, oh, that's a great start. Let's go. Yeah, it's that. not a great start. I mean, yeah. So, uh, so we'll give the spoiler warning so we can talk a bit more about the the other plot details. So, full spoilers then for episode one of Project Blue Book. Uh, so there's we see someone's like watching Heineck from when he first leaves the house to go to the the first case, and then he's, we see that figure as well because the because basically he makes Quinn take him up on a plane because Quinn used to be a pilot. You know, he was an actual fighter pilot. Yeah, and he makes him. So let's go up at the sky then. Let's, let's see what it looks like at the night. Let's let's look at a willow balloon in the sky and see what it looks like at night. Um, and they go up and it looks nothing like what we saw in the the opening, right? Just you know, at least to the audience, disproving that this is you know, if if it is not a real thing, then it's definitely not this explanation. Yeah. And he ends up crashing the plane because he tries to he tries to do a maneuver that the pilot said he did. Yeah. Uh, I want to say this is probably the weirdest edit for me. Hmm. Because they're going down, you know, it's it's like, oh, you better buckle in. And then it kind of cuts to, you know, uh, you know the, the doctor being like, so what just happened? Uh, and, the, and the pilot, you know, the pilot's like, well, you know, if it weren't for me, we'd be dead. There's a couple of quick shots, because he's a mysterious figure, because that's why I was bringing this up. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of the, the actual editing of it, like, the, for, from the character's perspective, it sure. felt really jarring for me in terms of not seeing any of that. But what I'm saying is, is he, he sort of wakes up for a brief second after the crash when he's lying there, and he sees like a you know a, like a silhouette of a man in a hat. Again, someone's following him; it's continuing that. And then later on, he realizes he's been followed, and he kind of tries to, you know, evade them. And then he follows where they went into this like abandoned place, and it's like a clockwork orange setup with like a projector and like these images and numbers and. And this is clearly going to be like the season long arc. Like, what's this conspiracy? Who are these people? What's going on? Yeah, which again isn't the worst concept. This could be pretty compelling eventually, but yeah. it's still kind of generic as a setup. Because he goes and talks to the pilot as well after he's had this crash, um, and the pilot's basically like, yeah, because he says, "Oh, we tried to do that maneuver that you did, and it didn't work. Like, how how did you pull that off?" And he says, "I didn't. That it was like the light kind of did it. Yeah, it was, but like it was being controlled by them, whatever yeah. it was." I think the the mystery stuff like that was probably some of the more interesting things. I like, think you know, like the the pilots here in this radio station that is clearly out of range of what what he should have been hearing. Yeah, it's a different state. It's like across the country. Yeah, yeah, and 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 people are like, "Oh no, he's just hearing things, right?" Mm-hmm. Um. But then the doctor goes and calls the radio station. It's like, no, 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 they were playing that song when this happened. So maybe he was hearing it. Yeah, and Heineck chooses to keep the fact that he's he's found this stuff out to himself. He doesn't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, but the military, uh, led by Damien Dark <laughs> and Neil McDonough, um, actually kidnap the pilot, like sed- you know, sedate him and uh, drag him out of the hospital. Look, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. This would be so much better if it was actually just an episode of Legends of Tomorrow, and that <laughs> that was Damien Dark just behind it all. Yeah, he's, he's in the military now. Yes, calling yeah. the shots. Um, so like I, I think the the premises has potential, but I think it plays it too close to just the the bog standard what you expect. Yeah, I think it's a bit too dry as well. Ultimately. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, there's there's a number of things that. It just add up to it being just okay. There's no one thing that ruins it. There's a, there's things where, oh, if this was just a touch better, I'd be maybe I oh that's enough to stick around, right? I feel I feel like it also when I said it feels like a network show at the start, I really mean that. It feels like something that could be on Fox. It doesn't feel like something that would be on a cable because I've never seen Vikings, but I get the impression that Vikings is a bit more of a premium show. 
I've seen the first season of Vikings, yeah. uh, which is enough to judge it by, at least in terms of that standards. And yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like a network show in any way. Yeah, whereas and, Agnes uh, does. This, this feels like a network show. Yeah, we, we covered the first episode of Nightfall. And I know you didn't really like that, but it didn't feel like a network show. No, it, it, the production was better than that i mean i i didn't like the production design so much but the the, the money spent didn't the, the feel budget, lacking yeah 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 um this one i like I, said, I think like the the plane sequences look quite good and better than what i'd expect on a typical network everything else felt networked though the way it was written the way the the, 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 the writing the characters the structure of the the plot uh, yeah, yeah. network oh, I, I, and i never felt any extra money in the rest of the scenes though i suppose as well like you know when they're talking when they're walking around and talking i know it seems weird like how does that feel more expensive but it does like i, I think if you watch a a well-shot tv show that's got a budget and they're just like standing talking it looks better than yeah when i think it's down to the direction yeah which again in this it's no it's not bad direction it's kind of oh it's 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 a tv show right it's standard it's very typical yeah but uh, and all of these things add up to just being like yeah i mean it's fine it's 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 not a bad tv show it's just uh it's just another one it's just, it, it, yeah, it's, it's not the worst thing you're going to watch. It's just... Well, but... if, if someone went to me, oh, I'm going to watch all of this, sure, you know, I, I wouldn't go, oh, you're wasting your time necessarily. Hmm. But ultimately, I think we have better things that we can watch and, and put our time into than this. Yep. So there you go. That is the first episode of of uh, Project Blue Book, which you can you can let us know what you thought of it if you watched the pilot. Uh, the comments. I didn't realise it was quite that forgettable. You can you can like and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, get us on the Twitter's at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, the show, and everything we do here, you can have it at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv and you can do that over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?